A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, tonight we're debating whether or not atheism is unreasonable and we're starting right now. With Nephilim Free's opening statement, thrilled to have you here, Neph. The floor is all yours. Okay, so um, one of the uh, intellectuals of our time, uh, Dr. David Berlinski, in his book, The Devil's Delusion, Berlinski is a PhD in philosophy from Princeton, uh, postdoctoral in fellowship in mathematics and molecular biology from Columbia. He states in his book, The Devil's Delusion, and I quote him, has anyone provided proof of a God's existence? Not even close. Now, he's an agnostic, and I agree with him about, I disagree with him on that point, one or two others here, but nonetheless, he says, has anyone provided proof of God's existence? Not even close. Has quantum cosmology explained the emergence of the universe or why it's here? Not even close. Have the sciences explained why our universe seems to be finely tuned to allow for the existence of life? Not even close. Are physicists and biologists willing to believe in anything so long as it is not religious thought? Close enough. Has rationalism and moral thought provided us with an understanding of what is good, what is right, and what is moral? Not close enough. Has secularism in the terrible 20th century been a force for good? Not even close to being close. Is there a narrow and oppressive orthodoxy of thought and opinion within the sciences? Close enough. Does anything in the sciences or their higher philo- or their philosophy justify the claim that religious belief is irrational? Not even in the ballpark. Is scientific atheism a frivolous exercise in intellectual contempt? Dead on. I would have to agree with him. Now, on atheism, human beings are mere complex arrangements of matter with no spirit. Yet these 14 things and numerous others reveal the philosophical materialism of atheists is illogical, irrational, counter-scientific denial of what it means to be human in order to deny the existence of God. The persistence of self-identity, personal intentions, philosophical reflection, consideration that results in a change of mind unconfessed lies, the comprehension and processing of time, the recollection of past events, the existence of private personal experiences or qualia, the truth that people are genuinely moral agents, the ability to understand and appreciate a state of affairs. That is how complex interactions and and circumstances yield a, a broad picture. How do you explain that with chemistry? 
the aptitude to evaluate a plan for future activities with inbuilt contingencies, the perception and appreciation of beauty, the aim of improving an activity one performs by concentration, and the continuous volition of intending and attending. These things by themselves verify that humans have a non-physical sentient component. It's impossible for materialistic, atheistic, philosophical materialism to explain the existence of these 14, much less the numerous other things I could list if we humans do not have a non-physical sentient component. Impossible. Is atheism irrational then? Absolutely. It's a denial of everything about our world. Atheists believe that a cosmic uncaused dot or self-caused dot exploded, resulting in planets and stars and galaxies for which scientists admit they have no knowledge of an explanation of how they formed, resulting in the Earth, which is a molten ball of magma, once glowing hot, cooled down to become rocks, organized itself into cells, then outrageously, unmind-bendingly complex organisms, which wrote Beethoven symphonies and wrote novels like War and Peace, came to believe in God, and then considered themselves in the cosmos in their place. Is that rational to you? That a cosmic dot explodes, rock cools down, becomes the author of novels, believes in God, and then wonders about his place in the heavens. That's not rational, is it? No, everybody knows that's not rational. Every atheist listening to this knows that's not rational. Um, human beings, the default position for human beings is to believe in God. Alison Gopnik, professor of psychology at UT Berkeley says, by elementary school age, children start to invoke an ultimate God-like designer to explain the complexity of the world around them, even children brought up as atheists. And Dr. Justin Barrett, senior researcher at the University of Oxford Center for Anthropology and Mind says, the preponderance of scientific evidence for the past 10 years or so has shown that a lot more seems to be built into natural development of children's minds than we once thought, including a predisposition to see the natural world as designed and purposeful and, some, uh, uh, and that some kind of intelligent being is behind that purpose. Um, Thomas Nagel, the famous atheist philosopher in 1997, wrote, I want atheism to be true, and I am made uneasy by the fact that some of the most intelligent and well-informed people I know are religious believers. It's not just that I don't want to believe in God naturally, hope that I'm right in my belief. It's that I hope there is no God. I don't want there to be a God. I don't want the universe to be like that. My guess is that the cosmic authority problem is not a rare condition and that it is responsible for much of the scientism and reductionism of our time. There's an honest atheist for you. So, is atheism logical? Is it rational? Absolutely not. It's, not, it's, it's a denial of science, a denial of modern philosophy, it's a denial of the evidence that everybody sees with their eyes from the time they're born and throughout their life. We know today life was designed. We know human beings have an immaterial component. Every human being who sits in a room that's completely dark with no sound whatsoever for an hour, with no input, no sensory input, comes to know they have a spirit because it's not their body that's making their sentience occur. Anybody could perform that experiment and would come away believing that they have a soul and they're not just complexly arranged matter. 
what we have learned today is that life is designed. Human beings have a non-physical. This is the advancement since the days the atheism came into being as a view that people clamored to those who were in denial of the existence of God irrationally and they came to believe this or hold to it. What we've learned since that day, which was 250 or so years ago when atheism arose uh, as a global thing from secular humanism, a rejection of Christian moral values in the 18th century, 1700s, what is that life is unfathomably complex, driven by information, complex algorithms and linguistics can only be produced by matter, by minds. Matter has no potential to create forward thinking, information, linguistics, or algorithms. The complexity of biological systems is so unbelievably complex. It's irrational to believe that matter, in contradiction to the laws of nature, is going to organize itself into complexity because every chemist on the earth knows matter moves the other way. It moves towards disorder. That's a science fact. That's a law of science. So atheists are also in denial of the laws of science, which demonstrate that matter moves towards disorder, not order. And yet they believe, they want you to believe, that matter organized itself into something that is so complex, man can't reproduce it. An operating system in every cell in your body, much more complex than Windows 10, that operates algorithmically with forward thinking, which chemistry cannot produce. Algorithms, linguistics, and semiotics it is impossible. Atheism is an 18th century myth that's been just buried by 19th and 20th century discoveries. It's irrational, illogical, counter-scientific. That concludes my opening statement. You got it. Thank you very much. Nephilim Free, we will kick it over to the opening statement from mark reed who we are super thankful we appreciate you so much mark jumping in and want to let you know folks if it's your first time here at modern day debate we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science religion and politics and we hope you feel welcome whether you be christian atheist muslim you name it folks we're glad you're here with that mark the floor is all yours thanks again for being with us no problem thanks for being here thanks for having me james uh Hello to my, my interlocutor, Nephilim. It's good to see you again. And thank you all for joining me on my debut at very short notice on Modern Day Debate. It's fantastic to be here. Um, so first, I'm going to go through uh, my position. Basically, I take the position of weak atheism. Um, in some classical terms, it's been defined as agnosticism. But modern day, we use the term atheism in the weak position that I don't say God does not exist strongly. I just have no reason to believe that he does exist. And I'll be defending that position and the reasonableness of it today. Now, um, the way that I look at religions, and I do have an analogy to sort of explain my position, is uh, something I call the shrouded room. Um, so if you imagine that you have a whole bunch of people standing around and there's a door to another room and we can't access there, it's a locked bar, we can't see what's past it, there's no way to investigate um, and a whole bunch of people say there's different things in the room. Some people say there's a giraffe in the next room. Some people say there's an elephant in the next room. Some people say that there's aliens in the next room. Um, and I, I don't know what's in the next room. I, I have no idea. Um, and to my mind, it's perfectly reasonable to say I don't know what's in the next room. 
it, it's more than reasonable if you're uncertain, not just to believe in, in what you're told by any one individual, but instead just say, I don't know, and take, take the weak, weak atheist position, which is, I don't know if God exists and I've got no reason to believe that it does. What, what is in the next room? Probably nothing, but I don't know. I don't know for sure. Um, and, and when you don't have a reason to believe a particular stance, saying that you don't know is perfectly reasonable. It is a very reasonable stance. Now, um, you know, you're going to hear a lot of stuff that um, Nephilim will claim proves a God. None of it actually does. And, and here's the interesting part about all of these claims that he's making. Other people are using claims to try and prove something else in the next room. Other people are using exactly the same information to try and say, hey, that's not, that's not a, 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 a evidence for his, his claim. It's evidence for mine. So how can that evidence be possibly reliable for me when you've got a whole bunch of people standing around using exactly the same thing to make different arguments for different things? The reasonable thing to do in this case is say, no, I don't believe any of you until there is solid evidence for only one outcome, one thing. Um, now, um, if we did have this evidence, then yes, I, I, I think that being an atheist would be unreasonable. But we don't have this evidence. We, we don't have a clear, solid, demonstrable evidence of simply an exclusive outcome for one thing. It's all very, very tenuous at best. And, and uh, apart from that, it, it's, it's uh, uh, hijacking the scientific studies and scientific methods to say, hey, it proves my outcome. Um, so really, um, my defense of atheism today is more based upon the weakness uh, of Neff's evidence um, that he's going to present because you know I've I've seen Neff present evidence evidence before and it's it's been very very tenuous and very weak and I would would like to address it. Um, so is atheism unreasonable? No, not at all. Well, while you've got multiple religions taking a stance that hey I, I see no reason to to believe any of them is entirely reasonable in my opinion. Um, and you know, I'm I'm going to love to get into the uh, open open discussion and uh, defend that view. So that's really all I've got to say. Um, and my entire strategy that depends on Neff producing poor evidence. And I'll let you make up your own mind about that. Thank you. You got it. Thank you very much, Mark, for that opening statement. And folks, want to let you know we have many more juicy debates coming up. You don't want to miss them. In fact. By popular demand, since you guys are sick like me, you enjoy a good old flat earth debate. We have one tomorrow night. You don't want to miss it, as well as a lot of other debates, folks. So hit that subscribe button right now so you don't miss any more juicy debates coming up in the future. And with that, thanks so much, gentlemen. The floor is all yours. Well, Mark, you said, I don't know if, if you know God exists or not. That's agnosticism. 
not atheism. Atheists constantly um, do this. I think, I, said, think I clarified my position pretty you, well, Ness. You, you but, but said, I, 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 I quoted you. Agnosticism, but under modern definitions, it is atheism. Well, That's well, what we refer to. Well, you're, you're con now you're contradicting yourself because no, you no. said, I, I don't, you call yourself an atheist. But you yeah. said, I don't know if God exists or not. And that's that's agnosticism, not atheism. I'm sorry, that, that's no, not atheism. No, theism, atheism theism, is a positive assertion. God doesn't yeah, if exist. I, if I could just respond no, to that. No, we, we can talk about that the, for an hour, and I can prove to you. Let me share my screen. Crying well, out loud. Let me go to, well, a, let, let me go to well, a major but, university. Wait, 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 let me go to a major university. You can share your screen, but to be fair to Mark, uh, we do want to give him a chance to respond before we jump to okay. the next topic. Okay. So um, with current etymology of words, uh, sort of theism, for instance, is the belief in God, correct? That's correct. Is that, so atheism is the negation, which is not belief in God. Is that correct? Atheism is the belief that God does not exist. How is that possible? If atheism well, is a negation of you. theism? Okay. Okay, if I could share my screen. You so you're just wrong as you can be. This is from the Stanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy, the world's most renowned encyclopedia of philosophy. They state the definition, whether or not God exists, is has the added virtue of making atheism a direct answer to one of the most important metaphysical questions in philosophy or religion, namely, is there a God? There are only two possible direct answers to this question, yes, which is theism, and no, which is atheism. Answers like, I don't know, no one knows, I don't care, an affirmative answer has never been established, or the question is meaningless, are not direct answers to this question. So, you stand corrected. You see, the uh, no, I don't. Most encyclopedia of philosophy demonstrates that this stating here, "I don't know if atheist if God exists or not" is not atheism; it's agnosticism. You've been owned. No, uh, I'm unfortunately, Stanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy has multiple definitions, as I'm sure you are aware. It does have a definition that says sometimes it, it is used for a non-belief in God. It's used, but that's they don't declare that to we, be the definition. Don't of get atheism. me wrong, though it is relevant, so we've let it go for a bit. But more so to the actual arguments, for the sake of argument, let's just say we find some common ground so we can discuss the other content that was uh, brought up in the opening statements already. Well, I mean, the, the problem is that, that the Stanford Encyclopedia has got multiple definitions. Nephilim Free knows this. He just ignores the other definitions because they don't do what he wants with his argument. Um, I made my position perfectly clear. I'm using that as the definition because it is a valid definition in the Stanford Encyclopedia as much as Nephilim Free wants to quote mine right, it out. Pete, just to, because otherwise it's just going to keep going on and on about the definition. Yeah, no, fair enough. Let's fair get enough. to the uh, actual well, argument. I don't. They, they, they admit that people Neff, use it. No, no, <laughs> so we are not going down that road anymore. We are, we're we're going to no, do, let's discuss, we'll jump into, Neff had the opening that started this whole event, you could say, and so we'll, let's jump into the content of Neff's opening in particular, juicy stuff there. Um. So uh, the list that Nephilim went through, these sort of criteria, oh, sorry, was it Neff's, Neff going or was it me? Well, you can talk, Mark. Go ahead. Okay. Well, just some of the stuff that you went through, like this list of things that you've ascribed to God or your God claim, like things like perception and appreciation of beauty. 
like you seriously think an, an appreciation or perception of beauty is evidence for a god in some way Absolutely. is is just ridiculous it's preposterous um you know but the thing is that other people say that that's a that's a you know proof of their god not your god and i, I don't think that is you that haven't theism? demonstrated in any way is in that any theism? way that perception and appreciation of beauty is that is, is it any way of god if they believe in a god not necessarily mine is that theism yeah sure okay so great so you you didn't make any point well, no, that perception appreciating you have no way demonstrated that that's relevant. I don't have to, to prove god my god. Theism and atheism is the debate uh, topic. Not well, you haven't demonstrated atheism. it's got any connection so with theism either. That's a mistake. Well, you haven't demonstrated how is perception and appreciation of beauty come from theism or, or a god or any kind of supernatural deity that you choose to believe because in? Because it's irrational to believe that chemistry can possibly produce it. Some uh, non-physical immaterial component must be at play because it's irrational to believe that chemistry can uh, appreciate the, the context of an object and see it in a, in a way that is beautiful. That's irrational. Chemistry is a, a electromechanical operations in matter. That's all it is. Atheists well, love to pretend that's not that. all it is, but that's all it is. Well, that's a straw man fallacy. Because no, that's, that's exactly what a is. chemistry is. Is are you denying chemistry now? No, no, I'm denying that the you know the processes of the brain is just so, chemistry. So, oh, so you're saying so there's something more to the human mind than chemistry? Well, sure, there's neurons, memories. There's, no, no, those different... are chemical. What what's non-chemical? Well, you the, made a mistake the synapses. Again. That's chemical. What's not chemical? Um, the synapses are chemical. That's chemical. Well, right. it, it's funny that no neurologists actually uh. agree with you, Neff. Like no, that's none not of true them either. agree with that's, you. That's a myth too. That's an atheist. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I, well, can you produce a paper where sure. a neurologist Dr. Michael said that Egner. perception and appreciation of beauty comes from a god? Sure, Doctor Michael Egner. What What you got next? Uh, a paper. That would be a peer Dr. review. Doctor Michael Egner. Yeah, that's a name. Peer review, appealing to peer review. Uh, and um, the concentration is is somehow evidence of a God. The fact that we can concentrate on something, you've said, hey, that comes from God. What what possibly is evidence of that claim? It's just how, a claim. how can how can how can chemistry how can chemistry improve its own activity in order to fine tune its understanding of something outside of itself? Something yeah, not within evolution. your brain, because the brain is chemical. What's outside your skull is not in physical contact with whatever it's appreciating. How in the world can the chemistry inside, locked inside your skull, appreciate something external to it when chemistry demands that molecules are in immediate contact with each other in order to interact and have any doing with each other? You well, have to explain is that a, this um... is the irrationality of atheism. You believe that chemistry can touch upon and appreciate and examine things outside the brain give me a break explain that well chemistry is a very important survival trait you know if we didn't able to concentrate we wouldn't be around a long I would, time i, I would like you to explain off into, uh, can i finish can i finish Neff? is that possible please so if we didn't have an, an ability to concentrate 
we would wander off into the wilderness, fall down, and That's die. That's not an explanation. No, let's let's give them. Yes, it is. We're going to go into three minute intervals if we can. So, if evolution is true, which nearly every single scientist says it is, and this isn't a you know a debate about evolution, so I won't dwell too much in the weeds about that one. But if evolution is true, then it is in our it is a survival mechanism to be able to concentrate on what you are doing. And the human race would die if it couldn't concentrate. Mark, all you've done is, is, is point to concentration exists and therefore evolution is the truth. You haven't explained a thing. So no, this I just is, this is how atheists, you've just pointed out that evolution produced concentration. That's a blanket statement that is hand waving. You didn't explain anything. I pointed out that concentrate that chemistry in your brain is concealed within your skull and it's not in contact with anything outside your skull. Therefore, it's irrational to believe the chemistry in your brain can have a thing to do with anything outside your skull. You and you can't explain that anything outside because your, brain. Of course your worldview is, you is not rational. It's we not rational. Senses. We is have it senses Mark, is to, it rational? to connect us to other things outside of is the brain. That's what the senses are for. It's Mac input that gets in, gets to your brain, and then your brain works upon those senses. It, we are, how can your brain not be how, connected how, to the world around you? I mean, I'm willing to believe that after some of the stuff you've said, but but how is that possible? It's possible because a human being can close their eyes and still appreciate things. Mark, you're trying to tell me that the chemistry inside, locked inside your skull, can, uh -huh. can interact with things that are outside of it. If if a mind was nothing more I than chemistry, then light coming into your eye is nothing more than light coming into your eye. I, I never the said that. The ability to perceive an image and appreciate what it is can't be explained by chemistry. If you want to believe that, sure it's nonsense. So, But you can't sure explain can. what. No, you can't explain that. Well, I mean, I'm not a neuroscientist, but you know, you, you might want to read it. some papers on it and and find out well, why you, um, we you're uh, not see explaining something. it. Um, no, basically, you have to give him a chance to respond. We're going to go into three minute intervals. Mark, go ahead. Three minutes. Um, we we equate it with beauty, and then you know, chemicals are released like dopamine and and that make you feel good. Um, you know, it's not it's not some kind of supernatural thing. So what hasn't been demonstrated here is how these things are actually supernatural or, or miracle-driven or, or, or caused by a god in any way, shape, or form. And what I've pointed out is this entire list is you making grandiose claims that all of these things come from God with zero demonstration that they actually do. I mean, concentration comes from God? Come on, get it, come on. Okay, so Mark, you haven't explained a thing. You're, you're doing engaging what atheists always do, hand waving, saying this exists, therefore evolution has produced it. That that's all you've done. You hadn't produced. You hadn't explained nothing. Okay, nothing, and you you can't explain it. So what you're you're stuck with believing is that light entering into the cells, which activates things, somehow the chemistry is producing a, 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 an abstract, and that's absurdity. 
See, what you're not actually doing is explaining anything. This is what atheists constantly do whenever asked questions about these kinds of things. All they do is say, look, it exists, therefore it's true that atheism that explains it, that chemistry explains it. But that's not an explanation. Have you provided any scientific chemical explanation as to how light entering and activating the rods and cones in a human eye pr produce an appreciation of something in an abstract sense. No, you can't do that. No atheist has ever done it. No atheist philosopher has ever done it. It's never happened. It never will. Nobody has done it. You won't be the first. Um, your your and my ignorance of stuff doesn't automatically make your explanation right. And it's, it's, it's actually... Neff. Neff, please. Um, now, the, the hilarious thing is, that you accuse me of not being able to explain anything. So I'd like to put it back onto you, Neff. See, see how good your explanations are. What is the actual mechanism that is used for God to give us these things? The actual mechanism, not just, hey, God did it, or magic, or miracles, or, or, or divine intervention, or some sort of vague, you know, sort of magical thing that happens. What is the actual systematic process that transfers this thing from God to us? Go. Excellent. So you, you made this same mistake the last time you and I debated. You're, what you're actually asking for is a materialistic physical explanation for the non-physical. And that's a, a, a complete failure. It's a category here. It's called, a, in philosophy, it's called a category error. It's a category error. But what we can demonstrate is that physical materialism can't explain it because the chemistry in your brain is locked inside your skull and can't interact with the tree in your backyard, which you can think about while you're sitting at your computer. So unless chemistry molecules interact with other molecules, they can have nothing to do with them in a materialistic worldview, which is your worldview. And therefore, your worldview cannot be the truth. Now, that leaves my worldview as the only option, whether you like that, whether you don't. Okay, so if, but if it's true that humans have a non-physical component, then a non-physical component can see in two places at one time. They can see inside their own skull, and they can see the tree in the backyard while they're sitting at their computer. They can experience both because they're not bound by time, space, energy, and matter. That part of them is not bound by time, space, energy, and matter. So you see, you're, you, you're, you have no explanation. I have a potential explanation. And a potential explanation trumps the inability to provide an explanation every time. So okay, so why I'm is just, atheism rational, Mark? So I'd just like to point out that basically, instead of giving us an explanation or an understanding of how the process actually works, Neff just basically went, "Don't have one, don't need one, shouldn't need one. I'm not going to give one." So this is this is what's called special pleading. I just like to point out, like to everybody, saw that Neff could not provide any kind of. He just basically dodged the question. Um, so this is special pleading. It's basically saying, hey, you've got to show all of the mechanisms, all of the things, all of the all of the stuff that 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 shows what what you think. But I've got a God who is exempt from that. I've got a God that doesn't have to do that. So I'm not even going to try. Now, Neff set it up as a false dichotomy. Well, a dichotomy that is false. He's saying that either either it's natural or it's a God. Either either it happens naturally over a process of time or it's a God. 
And this is a false dichotomy. And I can prove this because all you need to prove a dichotomy wrong is one other option. So things like, is it natural or not natural? It is a dichotomy. It has to be one or the other. But natural and God is not necessarily true. And my third option is aliens could have done it. It's not God and it's not natural. And so Neff is absolutely using a false dichotomy. And please do listen very clearly to what he said. A potential explanation beats no explanation. Is that true? Yes. If you've got a one that you're not sure is right or not, and you, you don't know if it's right, but it is an explanation, why not just believe it? It's because that is not a reasonable way to find out what the truth is. It's more reasonable to say, I don't know. I've got all these potential explanations from this God to that God to aliens to accidents to, to, to natural occurrences, and I don't know which is the, the, the right explanation. The problem is that theists just don't like not knowing. They would rather any explanation or a potential explanation, regardless of whether it's true or not. And I would rather, and I think it's entirely reasonable to say there's hundreds, if not thousands of potential explanations that people throw up here. And there might be explanations that we don't know about yet. We've got no idea. It's more than reasonable to say, I don't know because I don't know if any of those are correct. Okay, so Mark, this yeah. is uh, the, your, here's the, the the clarity of how uh, brilliantly you're you're failing. You say aliens could be the explanation. Are the aliens natural or supernatural? Uh oh. I don't know. Oh, you like, don't know. Right. You, no. you always default to this. I don't know. But see, yeah, it's not logical. Well, then, if the, if you, you don't know, you just appeal to your agnosticism again. Silly. Look. Well, it's, you, you, uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't you see silly, that, Mark? Yeah, come on, Mark. Mate. Come, on. come on. Come on. Really? You're telling me uh, atheism uh, is not necessarily true because aliens. Well, are the aliens created? Are they supernatural beings? Do they have a spirit? I don't know. Or, or, or they're, they're purely materialistic I, I, I don't, creations? I don't believe in aliens. Like humans. Aliens. Wait, my, my turn. Uh, or alien, or, or a, a, no problem. Um, or or the, because I do it too sometimes, Mark. We all do it. Um, so so the, uh, the aliens, are they purely materialistic? Or do they have a spirit? See what I mean? This is where you failed here. Mark, you're appealing to aliens may have done it. Well, are the aliens material? Well, what caused the aliens? Well, uh, Richard Dawkins made this ridiculous uh, error in, in his interview with Ben Stein. You, you've seen it, right? Where he, where he appealed to aliens, 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 aliens may have done it. But, and all of them potentially being intelligent designers, but all of them made a purely matter. Uh, this is a mistake. It's a logical error, and this is why I say atheism is irrational. You're not being rational. If, if it's right, it can't be. It's not rational to say that a materialistic cause could explain something that seems supernatural because there was a prior material cause, which it seems to explain something supernatural because there was a prior material cause that seems to explain something supernatural that there was a, because it was caused by a prior material cause. All you're doing is appealing to an infinite chain of material cause claiming that somewhere in the mysticism of it all is buried the ability of the matter to produce that which is abstract in its absurdity. 
it's a complete failure. We'll give two minutes to Mark to respond. Yeah, so I, I don't believe in aliens for the same reason I don't believe in a god. Um, it hasn't been demonstrated to me, and I don't think there's enough evidence to sort of, you know, come down on the side that there is. Um, the the hypothesis has been around for a long time. It's called panspermia, and it may have been a a designed thing. It may have been something we're not aware of, some kind of interdimensional component that's not physical. I don't know. And that's the most honest answer that I don't know, uh, because I'm not saying it is aliens. I just have no reason to believe it is. But it just shows that your dichotomy of either natural or God is in is a, it's a false dichotomy, completely false. And you haven't addressed that. You haven't said, "Hey, that's not an an option in my dichotomy." All you've said is, "Oh, that's unre unreasonable and irrational, and it's just a just a claim." I think I'm entirely rational to say hey, if I don't know if it's aliens or interdimensional beings or natural causes or uh, a god or, or a wolf spirit from beyond the next star, I, I'm perfectly reasonable to say I don't know what the answer is. But I don't believe any of them. Um, I don't believe Bigfoot did it. I don't, I don't believe fairies did it. I don't believe magic waves echoed throughout the universe and did it. The reason why is the same reason I don't believe it was your God that did it, because there is no evidence for it. And that's more than reasonable. Nephilim Free, are you there? I have tons of evidence for the Christian God. That would be a separate debate, though. I have massive amounts of that. Uh, however, I'm happy to do you're, that. You're, you're, well, let's debate that sometime. Uh, I, I, no. I, 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 I think that you would probably not want to take that debate. But nonetheless, we can do it. Uh, but nonetheless, all you're doing is appealing to a material, philosophical materialism, which doesn't have an explanatory power. And you keep reverting to agnosticism. And, and this is what we all observe. Every time you talk about we don't know, you say, I don't know. I don't know this. I don't know that. I don't know. Your default position is you don't really know. What is the explanation? All you're doing is admitting that you don't know how your worldview can explain the human nature. That's what you're doing. And, and that's a, a big, your big mistake, because I'm telling you reasons that we can know that the human nature is not explainable by philosophical, philosophical materialism and determinism. But you're telling me I don't know. So automatically, I've already won this debate because I'm giving you evidences where, which, which can't be explained by your worldview. And you're telling me we don't uh, repeatedly, you don't know. And you don't know is not atheism, Mark. That's agnosticism. So what you're doing is what all atheists, good little atheists in the modern era, especially since 2010 do, is run the hell as fast as they can away from atheism and towards agnosticism while, while holding up a poster board saying, I'm an atheist. You're, this, is the, the, this is the biggest reason that most loudmouth atheists like Aaron Raw and 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 all right we're not going to talk about people and, and when and they're not here that's the rule yeah. we, well, we we want to kick it over to it's been about two minutes as well we'll kick it over to Mark yeah so yeah like you know it, it's funny that you say that that people with my stance aren't atheists but sort of you know you'll you'll name me as an atheist and use that term you, <laughs> are you like an atheist me. Mark well, all right hold yes. on we got two minutes for Mark 
Okay, so I mean, and, and and you bring up oh your your incredible evidence. Your evidence is I'm really sorry. It's it's pathetic. It really is, Neff. Um, you know, you have every person that sits in a darkened room will will know that there's God. I mean, that that's that's the level of evidence we're working with here. And you basically said, oh, you've you've claimed to read minds like everybody know atheists know that a God exists. So. So can I just, the audience, please determine who is rational with somebody willing to say, I, I don't know whether there's a God or whether there's not, and I'm not going to believe it until I know, and that's reasonable, or someone claiming to be able to read minds and know what they're thinking. I mean, if, if you want to point the irrationality stick, I think it'd be firmly pointed in your direction, Neff. Um, you know, this this idea that information must come from a mind will plants produce signals and and warn each other of danger that's information and plants don't have minds neff so you, your your entire claims are, are just frivolous to, to at best and and misunderstood at worst well the information in the dna of the of the plant uh, is immaterial and cannot have been produced by matter. Information is an immaterial entity. Uh, this has been explained to you numerous times. Information is knowledge conveyed from the sender to a receiver, uh, employing a language agreed upon by both parties. That's information. Every computer programmer in the world agrees. Uh, but, but atheists don't agree. They think information is some material thing, which is absurdity. If you graduate from uh, university with a degree in computer programming, you'll know for a fact that information is not made by matter, but atheists claim that it is. And this is how atheism is unreasonable. So I would ask you, since the subject of this debate is, is atheism unreasonable, then if atheism is unreasonable, why do you constantly appeal to agnosticism instead of atheism and refuse to make an outright statement that God does not exist? And why do you appeal to we don't know and I don't know instead of answers which are reasonable? All I'm hearing from you is I, I, I'm not hearing a response. The subject of this debate is, is atheism unreasonable i would say of course it's absolutely unreasonable and the evidence from that comes from the philosophy of mind physics science the biological sciences the geological sciences the human history and the human experience all testify to the existence of, of the create of a creator being an unimaginable intellect that has ordered this world to be what it is and give us thought and mind and heart but an atheist says, like you, comes into a debate with me and says, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, but you're wrong. I'm not hearing any argument that atheism is not unreasonable. If atheism, if, if theism is reasonable, then it's reasonable that a, that a supernatural cause has ordered cause the existence of the universe. I can give you an argument for that. If, if, if theism is reasonable, then it's reasonable that human beings, if made of matter, also contain some non-physical sentient component which are able to appreciate and con con contemplate and order and create and have creativity and whatnot from minds which are not just chemistry. 
Okay. If theism is correct, all these things I can show you, and I've given uh, arguments for several of them. But but what, what we're hearing from you is I don't know, and that's your best argument. You're not explaining to us why atheism is unreasonable, and so far it looks like atheism is absolutely unreasonable. Give me a reason to believe atheism is not unreasonable. So so you claim, Neff, and then, you know, nice straw man, by the way, of what, what I think information is. Uh, if anybody in the chat is unaware of what a straw man is, it's basically building up a, a weaker position than your opponent has in order to tackle it and feel good about yourself. Um, so <laughs> the, the, the whole idea of saying... Um, you know, is it unreasonable? You haven't given any good reason as to why I should believe it. Um, and like I said about the room with people saying all kinds of things in the other room, it's more than reasonable to say that probably nothing's in the other room. It's the default position that something doesn't exist. Um, it's very, very well known that if somebody says, hey, you know, I've got the cure for cancer and they can't demonstrate that they do, you fall to the default position, which is they don't. Um, simply having a default position of, of something not existing until it's been demonstrated to exist um, is, is absolutely rational and reasonable. Um, now, I do note that you, you haven't addressed the whole idea that you claim to be able to read minds. You, you haven't addressed that at all. I love, I love the way you've just skipped over that without even, even doing it. And, you know, strawmanning my position is hardly, you know, new things for Neff. I mean, he's strawmanned all throughout his intro. He's sort of said this, this really simplistic model of how the universe built up and how the earth came about. And, you know, just a, it, it's a straw man. It's a weaker and distorted image of, of what the reality is and i mean i'm sure it makes you feel really good that you can knock down a straw man but it is a logical fallacy so i would put it to you with your ability to read minds and your your irrational arguments um you know i think the unreasonable one is actually you neff neff hello I don't know where you get this craziness from that I have the ability to read minds. I've never expressed such an idea. That's preposterous. What a crazy thing to do, to say. Um, uh, uh, but I haven't heard an argument that why atheism is reasonable. I've given you reasons from biology, cosmology, cosmogony, and from uh, philosophy, uh, physics, and, and, and other uh, fields. That, that theism is true and what you've appealed to is aliens while claiming to be an uh, a, while being an agnostic and claiming to be an atheist or as a cover as a poster board uh, this is all i've heard i haven't heard one single argument that tells us why atheism is not unreasonable nothing but is it reasonable to believe that the complexity of this world uh, which scientific research shows that even children at the earliest ages of life agree that it seems plausible that a super intellect is the explanation for the complexity of this world. Even children, small children, agree this is the default position for humankind. If it's if 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 this belief that uh, super intellect is behind the order and the complexity of life at the earliest stages of human life, from one year olds, two year olds, three, four, five, six, seven year old kids, uh, 
And, and scientific research, which has been conducted by Stanford University and others, has shown is, is the default position for small children, young children, then why would that be true if atheism were true? If atheism were true, the default position for, for a human mind would be not that, that some super intellect is the cause of the order and complexity and, and, and of interdependencies of, of, of the world around us. So atheism is therefore irrational because it's not the default position for human minds. Now, I, I haven't heard a single argument from you as to why all I've heard you do is complain about the arguments that I give. I haven't heard you make a single salient argument as to why your worldview of philosophical materialism, moral relativism, naturalism, determinism, evolutionism, and, and uh, are able to explain any of the things that uh, that make the human experience. You haven't explained any of it except to appeal to chemistry can do it, which I've explained cannot do it. I haven't heard anything. All I hear is that atheism is unreasonable because theism has a logical, rational explanation for all these things, and you have explained nothing. Can you can you try to explain how naturalism and determinism and philosophical materialism can explain the human experience? Yeah, so um, I have, Neff, it's just, you know, if you're not paying attention, that's your entire lookout, mate. Um, so the thing about children is if you take children's, you know, predisposition for certain things to be a statement of what is true, then you better start looking under your bed for boogeymen. You know, we don't take children as being one of the, the sources for, um, um, you know, whether something is true or not. We just don't because children are often wrong. Like, I, I just, I don't understand this, this idea that because children have a predisposition, and this is relying on, you know, Neff's quotes, which, you know, we're, we're all aware of how much he quote minds and, and gets the wrong idea about certain things. I mean, he's basically saying he's got a paper that proves God, which is just laughably ridiculous. Um, the, the thing is that, that um so I'm, I'm not a neurologist and I'm not a biologist and, and you're looking for in-depth um, discussions on those two topics. I won't be able to have them with you, but you haven't demonstrated why um, not knowing what the answer is and just saying, hey, all of you, you theists disagree and those disagreements are mutually exclusive so you can't have a, a uh, god of Christianity alongside Brahma, the creator and destroyer. It can't happen. So it's entirely reasonable to say, well, I don't believe either of you and I don't think either exists because something not existing is the default position. Um, and I'll, I'll direct you towards, um, and I was talking uh, with, with a, a, a wonderful person in the chat earlier about Russell's teapot that if somebody claims that there's a teapot out in the, the universe and neither of you can prove it, the default position is that it does not exist. That is the default position. If, if there is a claim that, um, um, you know, there, there's, a, there's a wild Bigfoot out in the wilds and neither of you can prove it either way, 
the default position is that it doesn't exist. And that is the rational position. Because if you did not take that position, you would have to believe every single claim that is made to you. And I know you don't. I know that you reject Hinduism and I know you reject other stuff. So why do you do that and expect me to accept your explanation with zero evidence for it? Yeah, well, your, your, your claim that um, I haven't explained the default position it explains perfectly why atheism is unreasonable. Because, Mark, I just showed you from Oxford University, two Oxford universities, University of uh, Researchers, and in my opening statement, how children from the earliest ages automatically believe by the, their, their default position that in tech, in, in a super intellect is why the world is ordered and has such astonishing complexity. And so you, you've just failed in a miserable way by, by denying what I just provided from you from secular sources. These, these people don't believe, you know, Stanford, Stanford University is not a Christian university. You know, they, they preach the heck out of atheism and evolution. You know, that's a very, very secular, mainstream uh, uh, Ivy League university. And yet they, their, their philosophers, uh, the professors of philosophy agree that the naturalistic world doesn't explain to children why the world seems ordered and complex. Children automatically believe that the world is ordered and complex because of super intellect that can't be seen has done it because they know intuitively that nature doesn't, even by the earliest age, by the age of two, three, four, five, children are intelligent enough to know that matter doesn't organize itself into complexity. It tends to move away because that's why the ball bounces away from them and stops bouncing and comes to a stop. You see, the child knows the ball bounces, bounce, 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 stop, right? It doesn't bounce higher and higher. It tends to stop bouncing. And the child knows that. And so they know that matter doesn't move towards organization. It moves the other way. This is what infants even know. Two, ch two children, two years old, three, five, six, eight years old, they know that intuitively we all know it because it's what we experience as human beings but About you're telling me minutes. you're telling me the opposite is true and you want us to believe that is why atheism is reasonable so here's the uh, apart from the the sheer lunacy of of an argument from a bouncing ball uh, it's just okay that's <laughs> Um, yeah, just check your reasonableness at the door, people. Um, basically, what you said was Stanford preaches atheism and secularism. But here's the problem, Neff, and you've kind of shot yourself in the foot here. You're claiming Stanford University is a reasonable source because you're taking your sources from it. Isn't that interesting? So although Stanford preaches atheism and secularism, you're claiming that they're reasonable by citing their sources. Funny that, isn't it? That you'll, you'll use these people, even though they're completely unreasonable in your argument, I think you know they're reasonable. I, th I think they are atheist and secularist. I, I think they are, and I think they're perfectly reasonable. Or else you're in the position of claiming that Stanford is unreasonable. 
which is hilarious because you do want to quote them in in all of these things. And, you know, from your Stanford um, Encyclopedia of Philosophy, we saw you quote mine, one of the definitions of atheism and leave the other one out. So, you know, you, you have demonstrated yourself untrustworthy to show quotes from people because they are so often misleading, quote mined, cherry picked, and, and, and absolutely verging on dishonest. So the, this, the, the um, statement by the Stanford University philosopher that I provided about atheism explains why atheist explanations of, a, a, of atheism as agnosticism are a failure. There are no definitions in the Stanford University of Philosophy, Encyclopedia of Philosophy, that atheism is anything other than a denial of the existence of God or a statement outright that God does not exist. You're, 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 you, you state that in, in, in ignorance. There are, they, they may state that some people will say that this is what atheism is, but they do not themselves state this is what atheism is. That's your mistake. And that's another unreasonable false explanation of atheists that where you twist facts to try to make things seem like they fit your worldview. And that's another example of uh, the unreasonability of atheism, where you take secular high level sources and misrepresent what they say in order to make them seem like they fit their worldview. But the Stanford Encyclopedia of, of Philosophy doesn't comport with what you say. It just doesn't. They state outright, the definition of atheism is, an, is a positive assertion that God does not exist or there is no known such thing as God. But, but, but agnosticism is, is, is a statement that God is either unknown or unknowable and that is not the same as a positive assertion that God does not exist. Nowhere in the Encyclopedia of, 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 of Philosophy at, 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 at Stanford do you find a statement that atheism equals agnosticism, Mark. They're yeah, not the so that, thing. That, that's not, you're not going to find it. It doesn't exist in their encyclopedia. I'm sorry. They're not the same thing, and they will not state that they're the same thing. If you think they do, Good luck trying to find that source because you won't find it. They don't state the same, the agnosticism equals atheism. They're not the same thing. And you're, you're running from your atheism when you, when you tempt this game. Atheists constantly do this. I've had to correct hundreds of them for the last 15 years. And it's absolutely a, a, a miserable example of the failure of atheists where they attempt to deny their own worldview in order to defend it. It's pitiful. So what I'm wanting from you is an explanation as to why atheism is reasonable, not unreasonable. I've given you a number of reasons why atheism is unreasonable. You haven't even attempted to explain how atheism can explain how naturalism, materialism, self-causation, and determinism can explain the various features of our world around us, including the human mind, you haven't even bared to try to, you're losing this debate, Mark. 
says <laughs> you nephew always say that so i don't think anybody believes you mate um so first off i mean we're back in the weeds with this whole atheism thing with you claiming that atheism is what you say it is and what what the one of the definitions in the stanford encyclopedia is definitions are descriptive they're not prescriptive they're definitions of how people use them they, they describe usages kind of thing so you know, this, this whole getting stuck in the weeds, you've been corrected time and time and time and again, and you're just, well, let's say it, unreasonable. Now. So are you saying um, atheism and agnosticism are the same thing? To respond. Uh, that's a straw man. I never said that. Are, the are they the thing. same Neff, thing? We do want to give him a chance to respond. Neff, I, I will respond. Just, just cool your jets, mate. Wow desperate much um so gnosticism it relates to knowledge because gnosis is greek for knowledge now thomas huxley was the original person that coined the term agnosticism and he did a great disservice because he basically defined it as weak atheism but gnosticism should be an absence of knowledge agnosticism should be an absence of knowledge in, in a god whereas theism the opposite negation of that atheism should be an absence of belief just like um, when you have moral and you have the word amoral, the negation is an absence of morals, not, not a belief there is no morals or, or a belief in bad morals. That, that's, that's not how the A negation is used in any other circumstance. So realising this, Stanford Encyclopedia added that uh, um, definition because we know et etymology um, these words should not be as they've been used classically. And that, that's the reality of the situation. Now, like Neff's done his usual song and dance of find something that's really outdated, cherry pick it, quote mine it, stick to it through thick and thin, even though it's wrong. And, you know, we're all aware that this is what he does. Um, you know, if it did any benefit to him whatsoever. I noticed that you didn't even address um, Stanford, you know, basically... Um, um, practicing atheism and secularism, but you claiming that, you know, your reasonable uh, quotes are coming from an unreasonable source. So there's that. Um, I have told you why um, and why it's reasonable not to be believe in your God and therefore to, to default to atheism that God does not exist. You just haven't been paying attention. And there's nothing I can do about that. I mean, it, it is a usual thing for Neff that when when he you know, doesn't want to accept something. He just doesn't pay attention and then wildly claim it's never been explained to him. I mean, people have explained evolution to Neff many times over and he says it's never been explained to him. So, you know, if, if you're not listening, Neff, there, there's nothing I can do, mate. Well, let me screen share again, just to demonstrate the absurdity of your failure, uh, if I may. Here we go. Okay, so uh, is what's coming out of your mouth comport with the philosophy uh, of the Stanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy says? Of course not. This definition, whether or not God exists, has, been, uh, has the added at attribute virtue of making atheism a direct answer to one of the most important metaphysical questions in philosophy of, of religion, namely, is there a God? There are only two possible direct answers to this question. Yes, which is theism, or no, which is atheism. Answers like, I don't know, which is the garbage we've been hearing you spew, or no one knows, which is synonymous with what we've heard you spew. Or 
I don't care, which is synonymous with what you've spewed, an affirmative answer has not been established, which is synonymous with what you've been spewing, or the question is meaningless, which is not quite synonymous with what you've been spewing, are not direct answers to this question. So, Mark, you have failed miserably. Like every atheist little uh, guy who's ever come along in the last 25 years, you run your ass off from atheism and pretend to be an agnostic while holding up a poster claiming you're an atheist. This is from the Encyclopedia of Philosophy at Stanford University. So I'm sorry, agnosticism and atheism cannot be merged. They're not the same thing. This is what the game that atheists, modern atheists love to play. They love to pretend they're an agnostic while claiming to be an atheist. And this is how you guys make idiots of yourselves on the internet because you pretend to be an agnostic while claiming to be an atheist. You can't be both. It's stupid. This is how your worldview is unreasonable because you can't even admit who you are or what you are or what your worldview is. You're so afraid to defend it with any real science or philosophy that you have to appeal to something that's not even what you believe or what you claim to believe in order to try to defend it. This is how you fail miserably. Every atheist in the world that plays this game, and they almost all of them do today because of the power of Christian apologetics over the last 15 or 18, 22 years, has destroyed atheists so badly that now they've got them running so bad that they pretend to be agnostic while claiming to be atheist. They're standing around saying, I'm an agnostic, I'm an agnostic. Atheism and agnosticism are the same thing, holding up a poster that says, I'm an atheist while describing what they believe is agnosticism. This is how miserable atheism has become in the last 25 years because of the power of Christian apologetics. So, Mark, with that, I think I'm, I'm done. Okay. Well, let's get a little bit of truth on the situation. Um, I'm going to love to share my screen right now, which um, I'll have to ask you to stop sharing there. I, I'm trying. So let's get a bit of truth here. Um, let me see. Let's go to the actual Stanford Encyclopedia. I know you don't want me to do this, Neff, but here we go. Uh, do you see my screen? Now we do. Okay. So this says definitions of atheism. That's definitions. Plural, Neff. Is that plural? I believe that's plural, mate. Now, if you come down here, Departing even more radically from the norm, the flu fossilers claim atheism shouldn't be defined as a proposition of all, even in this proposition. Um, it's useful to recognize the term atheism is polysemous. It has more than one related meaning, even within philosophy. So Neff, you're lying. You are a liar. And this is what you do. You quote mine the very top, 
you miss out. I notice you didn't do the heading. You didn't include definitions plural because you wanted everybody to believe there's only one definition and one definition alone, which is the one you are wrenching your linchpin on. But there are multiple definitions. And this, this says there's multiple definitions. You are a liar. And I'm calling you out. Okay, Mark, you've muddied the waters in, in, in pitiful way. Just show us the, the page on this in the Stanford University uh, Encyclopedia of Philosophy, which says ag agnosticism and atheism are, are the same, and, you, and you'll have a point. Until then, you've completely failed, as I pointed out already. If, if they have different names, they have different meanings. And, and and isn't that the truth? Oh boy, isn't that the truth? I never said they had the same. Agnosticism name. and atheism are not the same thing, Mark. They're not the same thing. And I the never sources, said they were. The sources you point to don't state the same thing. Stanford University uh, Philosophy Encyclopedia doesn't state they're the same thing. For crying I out loud, I never said they were. Well, this then you failed. Man. You just admitted you admit. No, I, I, they, I, do, I, they don't respond. state. Enough. They. This is a straw man because I said that I gave my definition of. Did you say they state the same being, thing? I, I did not state that in any way. Do they mean I said, the same thing? I said that no, they don't. I said my my definition of agnosticism was related Excellent. to knowledge, while theism was related to belief. Excellent. They cannot possibly be the same thing because they are related to two different things. And so when you say they can't be the same thing, you said they were the same thing, that is patently false and a complete straw man of my position. Well, excellent. You just admitted that atheism and, the and, and, and agnosticism are not the same thing. So uh, are you yeah. an atheist or an agnostic? I'm an atheist. Okay, so you have a positive assertion that God doesn't exist because that's not agnosticism. Um, well, I, I think so, it's more. So if that's do, true, we do have to give him a chance to respond if you ask the question. Yeah, if you well, ask I'm, a question, can I'd I like finish my assertion? We, well, I mean, well, you ask a question. We yeah, we do want to give him a chance to answer the question if you asked it. So I think that it sort of goes along a no, spectrum. No, he answered of, that. Well, I, I, I can't no. say with certainty that God does not exist. I can't say that I know that agnostic. God does not exist. No, it's an atheist, because no, I don't believe that exists. No, I don't want him to have a chance to respond, to answer your question, not for you to answer your own, your own question. Let's, let's just give yeah, him like 10, 20 seconds to clarify, and I promise we'll come back to you enough. Yeah, so, so because I do not believe a God exists, um, I'm, a, I'm an atheist. Um, I'm not, I'm also an agnostic because I don't claim that I have knowledge that God does not exist. Okay, so you just contradicted that yourself. No, I didn't. Thank you so much. Uh, you just proved my point. Atheism no, and agnosticism are not the same thing, and, and that's an absurdity. So, I never said this, is, this is the state that we, we reveal. The modern state of people who call themselves atheists on the internet love to appeal to agnosticism as though this gives them a way out, as though my worldview is supportable even though I have to defend it. And you can't, and you haven't. And I haven't heard anything that makes atheism reasonable. I've given you examples of things that make uh, theism reasonable. Theism is reasonable because the universe requires a first cause. That, that the materialism and naturalism can't, and determinism can't explain the origin 
of time, energy, space, and matter. It's impossible. In fact, I can give you a philosophical explanation of that. Absolutely impossible. The universe can't be its own explanation. All things have a cause external to them. The universe can't be an exception. Nature is not nature's explanation. Something outside of nature is the cause of it. That's the basis of the scientific method. So an atheist's claim that God did not cause a, a cause uh, that is immaterial, non-physical, eternal, has caused the, the, the temporal, physical, and material world is a denial of the philosophy of science. Your, your worldview is unreasonable. To, to, exp to believe that natural chemistry, molecules order themselves into complex things like biological life, which is dumbfoundingly complex. The more we discover about biological life, the more complex arrangements and interdependencies of matter we find in biological life it's it's it, the levels of complexity never stop to be discovered that level of increase in complexity can't be explained by philosophical materialism and determinism which is your atheist worldview uh, it can only be explained by order which is caused by an by a mind the entropy, the the the, and it contradicts the second law of thermodynamics. We'll give a chance. And, we'll give Mark a chance to respond, and then we're going to go into the Q and A. We do have a quite a few questions that we do have to get through, oh, so fantastic. we don't have time for Q and A. Yeah, what a bunch of unsupported claims there. So he said the first cause. I never said there wasn't a first cause, but he's got to show that that's actually a god, which he's not doing and has never done. Can you be an atheist without Neff, a first cause? We do cause? have to give him a Neff, chance to respond. Neff, please just calm down mate um and um yeah so so if we don't know the first cause or i don't know the first cause, there's no reason to believe that it's your first cause the ones you postulate rather than the ones that anybody else postulates or ones that we may not have discovered what the reason is um there's a million things that we could discover in the future that could be first causes and not be fall under your false dichotomy um i mean your misunderstanding of the scientific method is just breathtaking um nature is not nature's explanation is the basis of the scientific method yeah you don't understand the scientific method now if you think nature is not nature's explanation is the basis of the scientific method then seriously i don't know what to do for you um so the complexity is not a sign of design um complexity can be bottom up which means that it it draws complexity from simple things gaining more and more complexity or from top down like we see in say computer architecture where the complexity is actually designed and overwhelmingly biologists think that uh, uh natural stuff like dna is is bottom up it, it it gets caused from the bottom up and at the end of the day complexity anyway is not a a a, a measure of design in fact simplicity usually is a measure of design because you want things to be as simple as possible. It's a premise in engineering that you do, you know, the KISS principle, keep it simple, stupid. Um, so all of these amazing evidences, are, they're just claims. They're just looking around, seeing ordinary things in the world and saying, hey, I want to believe that it's my explanation. Well, it is entirely reasonable to reject that based upon nothing but these claims that Nephilim keeps coming out. We are going to jump into Q&A. Do want to mention, folks, 
Our guests are linked in the description, and we highly encourage you to check out their links as we really do appreciate our guests. And if you've been listening this long, I mean, hey, you must have liked hearing one of our guests, or maybe both of our guests, I don't know, but you, you probably enjoyed hearing at least one person. We'd highly encourage you to check out their link in the description. And also, if you've been listening this long, folks, we have a podcast. Did you not know this? We are thrilled that the podcast has been growing, and so super encouraged by that, folks. We are really excited about that. Do check out our podcast on any podcast app. With that, we're going to jump into these questions. Thanks so much. Silver Harlow says, Neff, how do people use... How do people use a word, quote, is, or I'm sorry. Okay, they said, how do people use a word, how people use a word is what a word means. Dictionaries can only describe usage. They are not rule books. We are obliged to obey. Now, what are your well, thoughts? Well, if that were so true, then uh, anything uh, is, uh, then the meaning of a word is, uh, can, can't be concreted. It, it, it's uh, it can't be ever solidified, and that has n- no definitive meaning. You got it. And thanks very much for your question. This one coming in from Bubblegum Gun says, Mister K or no, they say Mark. Want evidence? Use a Ouija board in a haunted place. Uh, uh, uh what? <laughs> Next um, up, okay. <laughs> Sure. I, I mean, I've 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 used a Ouija board when I was very very young in a in an abandoned hospital. I think it was. There, no proof came up. Nothing happened. The the Ouija board. Do you know the Ouija board wasn't originally for contacting spirits? It was actually for. Um, it was brought out by I think it was Hasbro from memory, um, and it was actually supposed to delve into your subconscious. It was not in any way connected with spirits at all. Look juicy. You serious? Yeah, that's fascinating. And it was a family. It was a family board game to sort of, you know, a psychologically access your subconscious. It was never brought out to be a spirit thing. Yeah. That's so interesting. That is super fascinating. And next question from Nugget Man says: Usually, I simply ask atheists what was before the supposed quote unquote Big Bang and quote what put it there. And I mostly have a silence in response. Yeah, it's because because we don't know. So um, I'm sure I'm sure Leo could tell you all about that, this if if he was here. But sort of um, the the origin point or what we think the origin point was. There's there's sort of plank time we can go up to, but we can't go back to that origin because sort of the the maths and the the physics just break down. Um, so we don't know what was there and that that's maybe why you're getting silence it's because people are saying well don't know but there's no reason to think it's a god so i'm not going to believe it's a god um so you know i, I can't tell you because i don't know but I'm, I'm sorry if that's silence for you you got it this one coming in from do appreciate it bubblegum gun says mark when you say aliens you admit to creationism um, no, it could have been a alien accident, like the Scientologists believe that aliens nuked things, spirits and stuff. You know, this is the, this is the problem here that that you know there's so many possibilities that you sort of go, okay, well it had to be intentional, it had to be designed by aliens. 
I could say, well, what if the aliens dropped a dropped a vial of of blue green algae that merged? You know, th there can be other explanations, millions of them, billions of them. Um, I don't believe that because there's no evidence to believe that. Um, but that that's still the false dichotomy is there. It still doesn't make the other the god claim true. Just you know, sort of saying, hey, it didn't develop naturally. Gotcha. And thanks very much for your question. Bubblegum Gun says, wrong, Mark. Plants have been proven to have a brain. I think he's trolling tonight. I don't yeah, know. What he's I, I think so too. Yeah. Josh, I don't know. I think I think Bubblegum should prove he has a brain. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mate. I'm it's a very much a joke. I'm sorry. I took it as lighthearted. No worries. I think he'll like yeah, it. Yeah. Next up, yeah, Joshua Alex says, Neff, name one thing that can't be explained without a god and then we'll give uh they ask mark as well they say mark please explain how that might be explained without a god well i would say everything um just every single thing because uh, matter can't be its own cause uh time energy space and matter can't be their own cause information linguistics algorithms uh thought uh the perception of time intentionality can't be explained by material processes. In, intending to do a thing, intentionality, can't be explained with chemistry. It has to be explained by something that's non-chemical. And therefore, if human beings have a non-physical uh, entity, which, cause, which is able to produce intentionality because matter doesn't intend to do anything. Uh, you know, this, this atom, this molecule, it doesn't intend to do a thing. It, it may, but it doesn't intend to. So intentionality is, is evidence that, that I, I think traces back all the way past the human experience to uh, the cause of the human experience gotcha and also do i understand right is this how it works when we because folks just a quick second we created memberships as a part of our fifty thousand subscriber celebration we are pumped that we do have memberships and i'm wondering i'm seeing a, a member's name pin namely saw and son is pinned to the top of the chat and it says welcome to extra juicy i know that extra juicy is one of the names of our memberships when it pins it does that uh, do i understand right that that means that as a person just became a member saw and son is this true i want to say thank you so much for becoming a member and i am new to this i'm learning i'm a boomer you guys bear with me but i try to be you know hip and cool pilled as uh everybody says today but anyway thanks so much for your question this one coming in from Andrew Roos, thanks so much. Hey, James, have you been told today that you're the coolest? Well, why, thank you, Andrew. I appreciate that. I always try to be cool-pilled. They say, because you're the coolest. Thank you, Andrew. Seriously, I'm really encouraged. And conservative non-believer says, thank you for creating a stage for these conversations. One person's genius is another person's crazy. Thanks so much for your kind words. We really do appreciate that, friend. That means a lot. And then the Crawdaddy029 says, Nephew, you are not understanding the difference between knowledge and belief does not prove your point. Read a book and stop making things up, Neph. Well, well, so if, if I make things up, you know, that sounds to me like somebody who's 
desperate not to believe what they hear. That's what it sounds to me like. Gotcha. And thank you very much for this question. Oh, sorry. i got to load this up, but I do have one right here handy. Toto Kaka, thanks for your question, says, For an Evelyn Bree, to what extent is he a literalist when it comes to the Bible? Do you take everything as literal, Neff, in, in John 10, verse 9, if I remember? When Jesus says he is a door, what does that mean, for example? Why should I think that the Bible seems to say that Jesus is physically a door? <laughs> uh, the question seems to me so utterly well, I, stupid. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I should even respond. No, no, I added that last Ooh. part in to, to give like an example of it like, do you take it that literally? I wasn't, that wasn't part of their question. I was just trying well, to like give an example. Of course Jesus is a door, uh, um, uh, you know, in a, in a philosophical sense. He was the door of the ark uh, of Noah. Uh, he was the door of this and that and the other. He's the, the door we must pass through uh, to pass from death unto life. So uh, this is uh, it's pretty basic, um, you know, understanding. I, I think anybody who reads the Bible and doesn't get that, uh, I don't know how they could have passed high school, honestly. Can I just can I just pass that for a second? He was the door of like. Do you mean the ark as in Noah's ark? He's the doorway from death unto life. Is that is that a difficult concept for you? Well, I mean, when you said the door of the ark, I got an image of a guy who's the door of an ark. It's just a weird, That's, weird idea. Did you graduate from high school? Uh yeah, uh, I think okay. so. Yeah, you should did, be able to understand this. Uh, okay, uh, uh, so Ark is in Noah's Ark. The, uh, was the door, uh, w when the door shut of the Ark, was it true, is it true that those outside the door did not receive life, but death? Uh, I, don't, so, I don't think it happened at and, all. And those, just, he was more that, of a rant. And those and, inside the Ark received life. Isn't that, isn't that true? According to the text. Right. Okay, I just I just don't understand how. Yeah, I, I don't know. Suddenly, I don't I don't. All right, we're here. I just jump to the next <laughs> one. You're a sassy uh, tonight, Nephilim. All right, this he one is. Uh, he's picking on me. It's it's all about me. Man. we'll jump into the next he's he's got passion we uh there's nothing he does so we'll Absolutely. we'll jump in there. Farhan Salas, thanks for your question. That. He says Neff conflates actual design with an appearance of design. Please explain so we know that you understand the difference. Well, uh, it, it, there is no difference. That's the thing. Atheists use these jargon terms, uh, you know, it, to pretend that there's a great difference by, between the appearance of design and design. And so it, it's, it's just an atheist running from the evidence. That's all. Juicy. Well, no, it's yeah. Oh, sorry, go on. No, you can jump in if you want. Oh, it's just it's just like the appearance of design. You know, if if we we see something that's that's you know like a, like a, I think uh, Matt Delahunter used to use the example of a beaver dam or something like that, and or whether it's just a whole bunch of sticks, you can think something's design and that's the appearance. And I'm not sure how that's atheist jargon. Something is, can look designed without being designed. Is it unreasonable that something that looks designed is not designed? 
Is that reasonable or unreasonable? Isn't it reasonable that something that looks designed is not designed? Yes. Yeah, it is. Oh, okay, great. Thank you so much for telling me that. Yeah, it's reasonable to think that that's something great. That looks designed. And that's why I say atheism is unreasonable. Thank you so much, Mark. We'll jump to the next one. This one coming in from conservative non-believer says for both guests, all agnostics are atheists, but not all atheists are agnostic. What is your response for both of you? Everybody who doesn't believe in Jesus Christ is an atheist. Well, that's me then, because I don't believe in Jesus Christ. But you say so you're just... an agnostic. Describe I don't yourself say I'm an agnostic. You describe well, yourself that way. No, I describe myself as an atheist. No, you describe so you, yourself as agnostic and then hold up the banner and says I'm an atheist. No, you, you just said everybody that does not believe in Jesus Christ. You've is done an it ten times tonight. You. You've you've done it ten we, times. We all tonight. heard you just say anybody that does not we, believe. We've in heard Jesus you do Christ it ten times atheist. tonight. Yeah, ten times at least. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I'm an agnostic, but right to hold up a banner says, I'm an atheist. Look, yeah, uh, we're gonna jump in. One, we're gonna jump to the next one. <laughs> I think you may have lost it a bit there, Neff. Uh, sorry, mate. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm spot on. A sparrow fall says, Neff, yes, is your theism gnostic or agnostic, aka, is your god belief purely a belief or based in knowledge of that god's existence? My, my religious views are neither agnostic or agnostic. They they are not based on, upon my knowledge. They are based on facts. And those facts are revealed to me by the one who came to me, not whom I sought. The one who came and presented himself and made his presence known to me. It wasn't... It, I, I didn't come to believe... And the God of the Bible upon Jesus Christ, because I looked for him, or that because uh, he was, uh, I, I had a particular view. It was because he made himself present and known to me, and uh, his presence was irrefutable, and uh, I, I could not argue with uh, the truth of the power of his presence. I got a quick question for you, Neff. If he didn't reveal himself to you, would it be reasonable to think that he didn't exist? No. Why not? Because everything about the universe, and as I've explained, and, and the existence of life, it bespeaks of an intellectual, uh, uh, a super super intellect. So he so would automatically, it, the creation exists because he made it, therefore it, it bespeaks of him automatically. So you claim, yeah. yeah. Yes, of course it's the truth. Yeah, we'll jump but into, what you described it's a is fact. more like Gnosticism. It's absolutely it? a fact. It's, it's reasonable. Your, your views are not reasonable. You haven't given us any reasonable view that materialism, determinism, naturalism, and evolutionism can explain the non-physical, immaterial, abstract constructs. We must move to the next oh. one. Silver Harlow, thanks for your question, says, Neff, you insist agnosticism and atheism are different things, but also say, quote, do you believe in God, unquote. 
is the exact same question as, do you know if God exists? No, that's, that's a completely false question. Belief in no, um, it's, it, it's a straw man argument. To know, the, the, the asker is asking, can I know God exists in a way that I can ex de de uh, detect him in a physical materialist way? So it's a, it's a failed question because the question is, is positing a method that can't be uh, determined by, by theism. So, but it can be determined by philosophy and the philosophy of science. Next. So, yeah, I'll just, I'll just quickly say, like, they are different things. Um, knowledge and belief are different things. Um, belief, uh, sorry, knowledge is a subset of belief. So everybody that believes, believes. The people that claim knowledge also believe, but they also claim knowledge. So actually, I have to sort of disagree and say they are different things. I would like to add, as last, that believing upon Jesus Christ doesn't mean believing he exists. Hebrews 11.1 1 defines Christian faith. It means believing in your heart. In other words, that Christ is who he says he is and has done what he says he has done. It doesn't have anything to do with whether or not he exists. It's about who he claims to be and what he claims to have done for us. No, so, I got that. Yeah. I got that. I understood that. But you said that anybody that doesn't is an Well, atheist. I just wanted to point out that because atheists misrepresent Christian faith all the time in debates, and, and Christian faith isn't about whether or not God exists. It's about who Christ says he was and what he says he has done. Or have I misrepresented your beliefs no, sir. in this debate? No, sir. Well, I'm then, just pointing then that let's out. Move on because I haven't no, I'm just that. pointing that out. That's all. We'll jump into the next one. Thank you very much for your question. Silver Harlow strikes again. He says, saying, quote, if dictionaries aren't written in stone rules about what words mean, then words have no meaning, unquote, is false. Is false. Words yeah, mean what people use them to mean in aggregate. Words are defined by consensus. Neff. Oh. Words are defined, but consensus tends to change the meaning of a name, a word, uh, in accordance with um, with cultural preference. And uh, that doesn't necessarily comport with what the word actually means. So I, I've proven quite clearly about the definition of agnosticism and atheism what anybody who questions this and argues against this is, is attempting to do is to say that atheism and agnosticism are essentially the same, which is stupid, because obviously they're not, because they're different words. Next up, a sparrow falls, thanks for your super chat, says, NAF, emergent properties from complex systems exist. The total system of chemicals and electric signals combined together in the brain to create thoughts and intentionality. It's not that difficult. It'd be very difficult for that person to explain that claim. In you fact, mean, so difficult, they wouldn't, they'd be completely at a loss, just as Mark was 
in this debate. Do you, okay, wait, it's like, <laughs> just a, a quick little jab on Mark. Like, yeah. uh, you got to sneak in there. Uh, but, well, going back, do I understand what you're saying? That's are you fact. saying? Are you saying? It's really not. I was like, <laughs> Mark's just sitting fact. there calmly, and you have to throw another jab at him. So, what? Well, but do I understand well, now? I, I, think, I think neurologists would probably disagree with you, Neff. No, they won't. So, Neff, do I understand that your response was... <laughs> Do, do I understand that your response was saying, like, you're saying the mechanisms, the, the ways in which these things emerge, you're saying, like, if there's an explanation for how it occurs. They don't that emerge. Saying. That's the problem. Atheists believe they emerge. There's no mechanism, no no plausibility for the emergence of these things, uh, you know, from a philosophical materialist worldview. It's implausible. It's ir irrational and unreasonable. So nobody has, nobody has ever thing. argued, uh, given an irrational explanation. No scientist ever has given a rational explanation for it. And, and my opponent couldn't. So you're saying that emergent properties don't exist? No, I'm saying your, your idea, uh, you're claiming emergent properties doesn't explain, it's not, it's not a rational explanation uh, for the existence of the mind from chemistry. But we know emergent properties so, happen all the time. It happens so, in the stock market where, you know, there's fluctuations and randomness, but sort of properties. You're, you're not explaining how chemistry can produce non-physical and immaterial abstracts. Well, then when, if, when, you, when chemistry can explain the existence of non-physical immaterial abstracts, then you have a case. This let argument me from ignorance we, or God let, of the we, we can't explain something it must let be logical well, you're, you're admitting you don't know we must thank move you. we must move mm. ting zing thank Just you very much you don't know ting zing says i hope this it's channel keeps growing ignorance. thank you very much ting zing seriously we do appreciate that and folks i don't know if you know i turned on the subscribers only chat because we know a lot of times people at the very start when i say hit that subscribe button for upcoming juicy debates like this flat earth debate tomorrow night Oftentimes people don't hear it. You guys have, you know, people have got things on their mind, all sorts of things. And so want to remind you, we will take the subscribers only chat off, but we, or at least one thing I'm, I want to mention is we don't want to twist your arm. What I'm saying there is when I say we, we're going to take it off is that we don't want you to feel like pressured into subscribing. It's more that we just want to be sure that you heard the reminder to subscribe. And so I'm going to, I'm going to take that off in just a moment, but Bubblegum gun. Thanks for your question says false Mark. The Ouija existed since 1891. Hasbro only started in 1920. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> yeah, it still doesn't address what I said the original. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was Hasbro. Well, but the, the thing still stands that it wasn't originally supposed to be a spirit contact as a uh, contacting device. Oh, that's super interesting. That's so well, fascinating. I mean, I could be wrong, but, but look it up. It's it's that's what my recollection of it was. But um, you know, I am fascinated. And thank you very much. The Crawdaddy zero two nine says, Neff, how do you tell the difference between a Jackson Pollock painting and a canvas that had paint uh, fall on it while no one was around? Can you right, repeat the question, please. Let me let me uh look up what a Jackson. 
Pollock. Oh, he was an artist known for abstract um, paintings that would just paint everywhere and sort of, you know, very, very I see. chaotic and random paintings. Kind You're of right thing. about that. Okay, I'm seeing it. It is randomness and, and all sorts of what looks like splatters. But going back to the question, Naf, they're saying, how do you tell the difference between a Jackson Pollock painting, which looks a lot like splatters, and a canvas that had paint fall on it while no one was around? Uh, I I don't know. Uh, maybe they should, uh, you know, uh, maybe they could educate us and tell us how that relates to the subject at hand. Well, I think it's that sometimes I think they're using it as sort of a, a, a sort of a comparison. But sometimes things that look random are not random, and sometimes things that look not random are. In well, I, would, I, I would say that humans can create randomness. For sure. But sure. randomness certainly can't explain the complexity of human biology. Well, sure. Random things can create I have asked you questions yeah, about so how randomness you, could do at, it in this whole debate, and you didn't, you weren't un, unable to an, answer how randomness could explain I, the order and complexity of biology. Let's give Mark randomness. a chance. Yes, I did. I um, said natural give, complexity. Yeah, no, you didn't. Natural. Um, so randomness can produce order. We know this from chaos theory, kind of like if you have fractals, for instance, you start with one random pattern and the, the pattern repeats, it actually becomes a very ordered and structured thing. We, we know this to be a fact, like that just because something's random doesn't mean it can't create ordered systems. We see this in weather patterns as well, really? completely random, yet there is an order to them. Um, very fascinating topic, chaos theory. So are you claiming this one, that randomness we really is able should. to create complexity? I'll give you the last word, Neff, then we got to go to the next one. Well, I would say that's an absurdity. This is, again, the uh, unreasonableness, uh, irrationality of atheism, where they believe that randomness is able to create astonishing complexity. And that's not what we observe. It, it, it contradicts the basis of the scientific method. Bubblegum Gun, thanks for your question. says, Mark, how many flasks getting dropped by aliens did it take to create humans? Also, yes, plants are conscious. Look it up. We are all killers. Vegans blown the F out. Mm, vegans are going to be mad. No, it, basically the claim was that it was a mind and plants don't have a mind. Conscious and having a mind are two totally different things. Um, and I don't think most biologists would say that they're conscious. And it's certainly argued, but whether they have a mind, mm, not so sure about that one, Chief. Um now, what, what was the other part of that question? How many flasks would it take to aliens? Well, I don't, I don't believe that aliens started the thing, so it's a completely irrelevant question. Um, I don't believe that it was aliens dropping a flask or aliens doing it purposely or aliens, you know, accidentally um, um, using magic to do it. But I don't believe it was a, a magical god either, and I don't believe it was, you know, um, um, Krishna. I don't believe it was Yahweh, and I don't, I don't believe any of it. The that's that's what not knowing means. I, I feel that you're having trouble grasping that premise. Juicy. The next one from EndoXD says, Naf, the fact that Mark cannot explain something and the fact that you can't imagine another explanation does not mean that God did it and does not mean the God explanation has any merit. That is fallacious. It has nothing to do with whether or not I can experience, uh, 
imagine some other explanation. I, I have uh, proper explanations, and uh, they're supported by uh, numerous things, science, the philosophy of science, metaphysics, and an uh, incredible number of fulfilled biblical prophecies. Um, so I don't, it's not like I have to wonder or question or worry that my worldview is correct. I have an abundance of evidence that is so profound that it, it makes my worldview so completely true, uh, so obviously true, that anyone who denies it is in simply one who denies things for the, because their heart is unsettled with the matter. This one coming in from, do appreciate your question, Joshua Alex. Neff, I am an agnostic theist, even though I think Jesus is God. And am I an atheist because I acknowledge that it is possible that I'm wrong? You've contradicted yourself, and so your, your question is moot. Can you explain how they contradict that? That one I'm not getting. They said they're a theist who doesn't believe in God. I think they said, uh, I'm an agnostic theist. Right, right there. That that's a contradiction. Agnostic. So, theist. so I can I can explain what can't they're be can't about. be an agnostic theist. That's impossible. Well, you can't. This is never going to have Mark explain more of his absurdity. Well, what, but of, hold on, Mark. Atheism, right, Neff, agnosticism, no. and, <laughs> atheism are all the are same. You, he's like, they're all the same. you're on the you're 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 in battle mode tonight. That's for sure. But I they're what is same. But if they mean agnostic, um, I'll even like in defense of Mark since you're they're just gonna, you don't wanna, you don't want to let I think I'm, someone's going to defend me. <laughs> but is what? But if they could they yeah. mean agnostic in the sense of like yeah. the old like ornery versus it ordinary? Doesn't matter. Agnostic? It's like saying dirt equals yeah, rock. You're not even like wait. I mean, is this one way to under interpret it though? I'm I'm saying it differently than the way that you might have interpreted it the first time is could agnostic mean instead of like you remember the old ordinary agnostic versus the ornery agnostic like the the ordinary agnostic meaning the definition you're referring to neff who would say like oh I, I don't know if there's a god i'm on the fence but then the ornery agnostic being the one that is like uh well, they used to say i don't know and you you don't know either but the the more important point was they were saying that you can't know like, you know, you might say, like, you, you believe, but you'd say, but we really can't know for sure if the, the belief is true or false. Like, what if it means that? They're, they're kind of going on the epistemic route saying, I'm an agnostic in the sense that I would say, I don't think we can actually know one way or another, even though we can believe. Do you get what I mean? Neff, are you? Hello, Neff. Neff, is this some sort of tasteless joke? Are you there? Neff, are you okay? Yeah, Neff. Uh... Neff? Let me check this. I'm video. sorry. Uh, okay. I had to step away. Neff, you're scaring me, man. Okay. What's up? Wait, yeah. wait, so that means you stepped away, away during my entire. <laughs> I'm sorry. All man, right, we'll to... just go to the next one. But uh, a sparrow falls because we, we do have more questions we want to get through, and it's already getting it's already nine eleven here, so it's got to be late. 
Mark, you're not. Oh, it's right. You're. Is it? Do I remember right? Is it Australia or New Zealand? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's only uh, ten past eleven a.m. here. So okay, good. That's you know, right. Australia, you guys are way yeah. ahead of Europe. So you're. Well, okay. Was there a question for me or something? <laughs> we're not I'm sorry, going I back it. now. I think, well, I, think they were, <laughs> I think they were just saying, like, couldn't you be a, an agnostic in the sense that? And I might be wrong about this, but I, I think they were saying, like, couldn't they be a theist? Who would be agnostic only agnostic meaning that they would say like okay. we don't think we can know for sure no. not necessarily well, meaning that well, they're on the fence when, when i'll say it again when atheism and agnosticism have the same definition then the idiots who play this stupid game like mark no stop right. like why do you have to call him an idiot come on now you're being brutal man of course i'm brutal I'm always brutal. No, seriously, you don't have to. It's like, Neff, we like you. Neff, we, we like well, A lot of people are listening. But uh, agno do agnosticism and atheism mean have the same definition? No. no already All right. So why would you call somebody who doesn't, who claims that they're agnostic and atheist at the same time, something more than something that's, I mean, Okay, okay, okay. Must so I, what he's must saying, I what say he's the saying. word stupid? Okay, so what, what he's saying is that, okay, so you're a theist, Great and Scott. theism relates to belief. So when you believe... Are we going to move to another God, question? Dev, calm down. <laughs> when, when you believe there's a God, but you don't know it for sure, then you are a theist know and an have. agnostic. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the guy whose question that was. And, and when you say... You have to know that Jesus um, um, is is in your heart to be a theist. He's saying, "Hey, I believe in Jesus, but uh, that makes me a theist, and it contradicts what you've said." And he's he's got a good point, or, or she's got a good point. I apologize. They contradict um, anything. I'm sorry. They just admitted wow. that, that atheists like yourself uh, play this stupid game. That where they try to make atheism and agnosticism seem to, to have the def same definition, which uh, is I've, what you've done about seven times tonight in this debate. I've given One two of the greatest examples of your complete <laughs> failure is that you attempt to de equate atheism and agnosticism. I've given two definitions. It's just downright goofy. It's goofy. Beth, you have to give him a response. It's goofy. Beyond Beth, definition. No, when I say that you have to give him a response, that doesn't mean continue saying it's goofy. Okay, all right, go to the next one. This one. Yeah, yeah, go, go, go. We have Silver Harlow strikes again, says, of course, consensus changes. <laughs> says, of course, consensus changes the meanings of words over time that's why we don't speak old english anymore nephilim free they say atheism has changed meanings get over it well that if that were true then atheism all he's doing is claiming that atheism equals agnosticism which is stupid and goofy all right I'm sorry next up i never claimed that i gave goofy, two definitions one atheist, garbage Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, I gave one definition for theism and one definition for Gnosticism. If you're not listening, Neff, no, I can't really help that. Us. How can they be the same thing if they've got different definitions? How is that even possible? 
Neff, hello? Neff, I've asked you to well, unmute. I think he's muted. He might have stepped away again. I think, well, I, maybe. I technically muted him because I just wanted to just okay, be able well, to hear we can your move response. On you I mean, I, I sense this definition thing has been a running theme. Um, yeah, I, 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 I apologize. No, it was I muted Neff to be sure we could hear your response. Uh, Sparrow Falls, thanks so much for your question, says, Neff, just because it takes more than 150 characters in a super chat to explain emergent properties of the mind doesn't mean I'm not able to explain it. Uh, he's muted. NOXD says, I'm an agnostic theist, atheist, deist. Get over it. Uh, you muted Neff, remember? Did you mute Neff? I did, but not permanently. Uh, let's see. Didn't, uh, what's that fellow's name? I could have sworn, um, Darth Dawkins taught Neff how to unmute himself, but apparently not. I, Neff, I've asked you to unmute. I clicked the button that says ask to unmute. Can you, is this some sort of tasteless joke, Neff? This might be Neff's protest is the way of saying if you're going to mute me, I'm not going to unmute myself. I don't know. But a spiral ball says equivocation fallacy, Neff. Neff, I know you want to respond to that one. Neff, they're saying you're using a fallacy. Maybe maybe he's having technical problems or something. Neff? Okay, Neff, wait a minute. Something going on? Uh, you, well, uh, the, the last, the most recent question or comment. Hello? Uh, yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Do you hear me? Yes. Okay, I don't know what happened there. I but, well, uh, I muted I you, but to you, you muting me. Okay. Only once for like eight. I so a sparrow falls says equivocation fallacy. Neff, Neff, were you equivocating? No, I tell the truth. I don't equivocate. You got it. And then Neff, <laughs> bubblegum or no, this let bubblegum gun for you, Mark says the consensus yep. is that agnostic does not mean atheist. Um, I, I would probably disagree with that. Um, the consensus in, in philosophy may do, but uh, that's just one definition, and different philosophers use different definitions. Yeah. Um, he just admitted that, that, yeah. that they, well, they do agree, that. but then they but he doesn't agree with them. Well, Amazing. no, I, I don't. Yeah, You did. Right. You just said that they might agree that there's a, one definition of atheism. Well, they don't, but you don't there's agree. other people. So thank you so, so much for that. Well, there's, there's that's other what you've people, demonstrated but... tonight. That you well, don't there, agree with the definition there's, there's of atheism. There's other philosophy Which is what atheists But I think that um, my years. definition has a better... Right, you have a, in... your own definition. Next up. Yeah, now Next. could I finish? That would be great. Cheers. Thanks, mate. Um, so as far as etymology <laughs> goes, um, my definition is way stronger <laughs> and the new definition you is way stronger. Definition. Simply yeah. because... Sorry, go ahead, Mark. Well, no. uh, just simply because um, it brings in line with other things like like amoral and and asymmetrical and things like that. Um, so if you do want to have a completely arbitrary and can mean whatever, but if we want etymology to, to be consistent, we should be using the alternative definition. Next up, thank you very much for this question. This one is for Neff. The Crawdaddy 029 says, Neff, why is it so difficult for you to understand the difference between knowledge and belief? So 
Yeah, I, I can pick this definition because this one comports to it when I, when I wanted to. And maybe it doesn't then because then I can claim I'm an agnostic. But, you know, as long as I'm an atheist, then agnosticism is true. But as long as atheism is true, then I can claim to be an agnostic and then I'm all good. Oh, that voice is so seductive. No. ASMR um, suddenly started on the channel. Bonus ASMR station. We do have to tell you, folks, we are thrilled. We have a debate every single day for the next five days, including today. So there are four more debates coming up in the next four days. Tomorrow, Flat Earth debate that you're seeing on the bottom right here with Tom Jump, a new debater, new flat earther named Davey, as well as on Sunday, Destiny returns, taking on Lisa Elizabeth on whether or not the police are systematically racist. That's going to be a juicy one. And then Monday, oh, folks, you guys, if you're listening to this debate, you're going to enjoy this on Monday. We're like, I'm actually, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to make the thumbnail. Dr. Liz Jackson, graduate of... A doctorate in philosophy from Notre Dame. She is a good friend of mine, very sharp. She's going to be taking on Dr. Graham Oppie, one of the most respected atheists in the atheist philosophy world today. Uh, really, and like we're we're thrilled to host both of our guests. Seriously, it is going to be a big one. That's on Pascal's wager on Monday. You guys, that's going to be. Um, I'm just super excited about that. Also, then on Monday, no, no, Tuesday. We have Kaz and Kay debating assisted suicide. So it's going to be a lot of juicy, or I don't want to say juicy. It's going to be a lot of debates with a lot of variety of political as well as religious or ethical, philosophical types of topics. You don't want to miss those folks, but want to say, we are so appreciative of both Neff as well as Mark. Want to say thank you so much to our guests. We do appreciate you both, Neff, and especially Mark. We appreciate not only for speaking, but also for jumping in at the very last minute, thanks so much for saving this debate. It's been a true pleasure to have both of you guys. My pleasure. It's been fantastic. Thank you very much for having me on. It's, uh, you know, it's been fantastic to be on here and lots of love to Neff, who I've met before. And, um, yeah, hopefully we can we can get that evidence for, for God debate happening because I'm raring to go on that one. That would be juicy. Oh, oh I, I enjoy it. Uh, as always, I enjoy uh, exposing atheists for being an intellectual, and uh, it's been a great, it's been a lot of fun. Juicy, and also last-minute super chat coming in from Will. Thanks so much, says, wait a minute, that's not Leo? Hmm, it's true, it's not Leo. I want to say, despite my probably, look, it probably looked like I was maybe uh, a little bit cranky at the start of the debate. Because, but I want to say we have no hard feelings. I, I do appreciate Leo, and so please don't give him a hard time, folks. As I, I've already, I've already done that, and I feel bad that hey, I have. Hey, so, James, let we, me uh, give you a, a photographic um, a piece of advice. Uh, your your lights are, are creating uh, these halos in your glasses. They're really uh, kind of annoying. What you need to do is 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 use a softer light source, higher, higher above where they are now. I promise I will. Up We're about a foot or a foot higher, and use something softer instead of these ring lights. I'm working like on an it. umbrella, photographic umbrellas. 
use two photographic umbrellas with powerful lights in them instead of these ring lights because they create these weird looking rings in your eyes and it looks like your eyeballs looking at us. It's it, in it, your glasses, it, but I don't think it's right. It's the inflection. You can avoid that by what I say. Use a soft light source. Deal. Uh, about uh, about a foot or two higher. You okay, know, I got it. I promise. Right. I right. I also saw you put it in the chat, <laughs> so, so uh, <laughs> I do appreciate that. Yeah. But what is a we do appreciate our guests. So thank you very much, guys. And with that, we have many juicy debates coming up. I'll be back with a post credit scene in just a moment, but want to say, folks, stick around for that. And thanks so much, everybody. We will be right back in just a moment. Dear friends, excited. I'm going to let me just like fix my little box here. It's all warped. Who knows why, but I'm thrilled to have you and want to say thank you so much, folks, for being with us tonight. That's a little bit better. All right. Want to say thank you, guys. It's been a true pleasure. Want to say hello to those of you in the old chat. Darth Revan, good to see you. General Balzac, good to see you, as well as Master Optics. Thanks so much for dropping in. And Floyd Visser, we're glad you're here. And Andrew Cumming. Thanks for dropping in, and Haxt, good to see you again, and Dessel Drace, glad you're here. Reticulated Spline, thanks for dropping in, as well as Bill C., we are glad you were here, and Pancake of Destiny, good to see you, and amazing. That's right, the Crawdaddy029, I forgot, are you an antinatalist, really, Crawdaddy? Let me know if you are, because we've been wanting to host that topic, so for real, like, let me know, and, and feel free to email me at moderndaydebate at gmail.com. That's how I usually set up debates is over email. I, I can't contact you when I don't know your email. So uh, if you email me, though, mine, I always just announce it here on stream, moderndaydebate at gmail.com. David McGee, thanks for coming by, as well as Henry Hansen and Organic Jerk and Top Dog Shattuck, as well as Farron Salas, Patriot University PhD, glad you're here, and Screwy Scatagera, thank you for coming by. And then... Whew, 
Hannah Anderson, good to see you. And then, let's see, Emblem of Vigilance. Thanks for dropping in. And then Thomas McArthur, as well as Truth Begets Heresy. Thanks for dropping in. And question the answers. We are excited, folks. Bob, good to see you. Sideshow Nav, thanks for all the hard work you do. And then Crawdaddy said, you told me you don't read your email. Oh, I do. Believe me. I might be behind, but I tried to catch up today. No joke. I think I'm caught up. So for real, shoot me an email, and I it might take me like a week at most, but I, I will respond. As well as, good to see you, Joe Corcoran. Thanks for coming by. And Lily Aja, thanks for coming by again. Amanda, good to see you. Not Evolution, thanks for dropping in. Says, thanks, James. Thank you. I appreciate your kind words. As well as Mr. P says, James, make sure you remember to vigilantly screen both your light sources and future interlocutors when Nephi's in town. That's right. <laughs> like, uh, Let's see. Reservoir of Gore says, great stuff, James. Do you get echoes of the Emperor from Star Wars when Neff was cackling near the end? That's funny. And Chris O says, I enjoyed that. Thanks, Mark Reed and Monterey Debate. And thanks, Matthew Simard, for dropping in. Good to see you. But yes, do have to tell you, my dear friends, we're excited about the future. We've got a lot of debates. Like, I know it was like the last week was weird. We didn't stream for a week. That's crazy, isn't it? Because we usually stream like, ah, oh, gosh. I mean, I would say during our busy times, it's like every other day, right? Like, it's it's close. And then last was it. So what happened was last Saturday, we were supposed to have a debate. That one fell through the cracks. It didn't happen. Then on Wednesday, we were supposed to have another debate. Destiny versus Lisa Elizabeth, which is this Sunday. You don't want to miss it. That one fell through the cracks on us. So that by itself, wow, that was amazing. I have missed you guys. I love you guys. I'm glad to be back. And we are, like I said, we're coming back full throttle. We are having a debate every single day for the next four days as well. You guys, we've got a lot of juicy stuff going on. And so I'm excited about that. Let me tell you. It's going to be epic. I just sort of thought of Fire Marshal. Was it Fire Marshal Dan? Let me tell you something. But David Ponciano, thanks for coming by. And Hannah Anderson, good to see you. As well as, let's see. Seamus Crawford, we're glad you're here. Manic Pandas, good to see you again. Let's Farm, glad to see you. Says, past my bedtime. Good night, all. Good night. Yeah, me too. I'm getting pretty tired. I got to go home soon. Rue from the Dot, thanks for dropping in. And let's see. Let me catch up a chat. The Crawdaddy 029 says, can you link email and description so I can copy? Uh, let's see. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put the Crawdaddy and then modern day debate at gmail.com. That's my email. I just put it in chat for you. And then Perfect One says, you look like a demonic Scooby-Doo villain with that lighting. I know. I got to fix it. I'm working on making a light myself. For real, you guys must be thinking, like, this is going to be look like the worst light I've ever seen. It probably will, but it's going to work in terms of lighting me up. It's going to be a tremendous light. It'll be the most beautiful light you've ever seen with a big, beautiful button. And I have the biggest button. Nobody has a bigger button than me. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. It's going to be a great button that I press to turn on the light. Now, I want to say, also, I do appreciate you coming by, Joshua stoked to have you here with us alec joshua alec in particular says thanks for a fun debate can i suggest a debate namely is a literal reading of the bible coherent i'd be willing to be the guy who says no juicy i'm possibly open to it 
it, it kind of like moves into that theology realm, which don't get me wrong. Theology debates, I think, are cool. And, and you know, like the gospel truth. I, I love like a lot of the channels that that host those debates but uh, and, and the people that host them. But I, I just it's not our forte anymore. And so that's where I'm like, ah, I don't know, because oftentimes what's the word I'm looking for? Everybody wants to have a dog in the fight. And so a lot of our sometimes uh, sometimes uh, the atheists in the audience are like, hey, like I want to have a, a dog in the fight. And they oftentimes don't feel represented in those debates. But Hannah, let's see, Hannah Anderson, good to see you. And then thanks for your kind words. Manic Pan. <sighs> oh, it's getting late. Manic Panda says, I have been jonesing. For some modern day debate the last couple of days, the withdrawal is rough. I know. It was, a, it was crazy. A whole week. It was crazy. But we're stoked to be back. Full throttle. And then Emblem of Vigilance says you need one of those 30s gangster hats. Oh, that's true. That would be especially cool-pilled, as you guys like to say. Hello, fellow teenagers. I am <clears throat> reading Emblem of Vigilance. Who says? You, oh, wait, I got that. I don't understand the 30s gangster hats. You mean because I'm wearing a, like the blazer? Is that it? Amy Newman, good to see you. And Hannah Anderson says you need a green screen with something in your background. Step up and make it great. Yeah, I'm open to that. The trick is if I use a green screen, uh, it slows the stream down. I might do it. Um, I've got it. Let me just see what I can like find. Because it would, I agree, it would be cool. Um, let me see what I can find. But... Master Optic says, light that like button with a blue color. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, that is a good idea. And then the Crawdaddy029 says, that works. I'll get with you. And then SideshowNav says, the bigger the better, meaning the button, of course. Oh, my gosh. All right. But anyway, yeah, we're, we are excited. And Amanda says, it's huge. And the best button. I've got a bigger button. Amanda says, James out here sounding like someone we all know. That's funny. Um, do you remember when there was that like ridiculous like uh, soundbite when he was arguing with Kim Jong Un and it was like, "I have a bigger button," uh, all that stuff. But anyway, I have the biggest button. But we are excited, you guys, for all the upcoming stuff. For real, it's going to be hopping. It's going to be popping. It's going to be very cool pilled, as uh, you guys, you young people, like to say these next four days it's going to be really cool so thank you guys uh we do love you <laughs> i'm working on getting a red cap and then the red sweatshirt and then a, like a skateboard or a backpack i can't remember what the meme you remember the steve buscemi meme where he's saying hello fellow teenagers i'm working on getting that ensemble so that i can begin that meme we'll make our own and then let's see hannah anderson has, says have you decided on the new logo yes we have, no joke, and it's almost there. There's one last tweak, and I'm super thankful for Tapazzo for helping make those tweaks. Basically, we're it's a convergence of what people most voted for, and then we're making a couple of like little minor, minor tweaks. So the reason I haven't put it out yet is because I want to do all of it at once. Namely, I want to have it so that all of our branding changes overnight so everybody wakes up and they're like wow all of the modern day debate logos are updated at once and so i am like waiting to do that uh it's going to be soon because i'm working on the new banner as well and so it's going to be cool though so thanks for asking and i'm pardon the delay also want to let you guys know yeah 
Just trust me when I say this. I'm working on getting new and cool people, cool-pilled people, and I, I'm confident you're going to be, like, pumped uh, if the things that I am currently working on turn out. And so I, I think some of them will. So um, let, let me see here. I am going to go. want to say thank you for everything. Ferenc Ellis is James's overdose on cool pills. That's right. This is a cool pill overdose. Uh, too many cool pills. Reservoir of Gore says I James would make nasty guy. Let's see. King 101, good to see you. And Hannah Anderson says, please hit that like button before you leave. That's right. Please do support the stream by hitting that like button. We do appreciate it, folks. Colorado Biker, we are glad to see you. Thanks for coming by. Glad you're here. And it's true. Hit that like button, folks, on the way out. You won't regret it. We are very excited. All sorts of fun stuff coming up here in the future. And if you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button, folks. We are doing big things here, and we're excited about that. So join us as we are pumped for the future. Thanks, everybody. As we are striving to fulfill the vision, we are pursuing the goal. We are determined, and we have laser vision. We are focused on the goal of providing a neutral playing field for everybody to make their case on a level playing field so thanks everybody we appreciate you we hope you have a great rest of your night and we will see you next time keep sitting out the reasonable from the unreasonable yeah amazing amazing When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.